Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, and we have a very interesting story for you today. One that is really going to make you scratch your head, at times question humanity, and try to just make sense of it all. So let's get into it. So a story I've been following is kind of body doubles, funerals, and different things that take place. Could you imagine if you... Obviously, the most tragic thing is to lose a loved one. You go through the process of burying them, potentially going through this whole new trendy thing for green burial, only to find out that your loved one is being stored in a building, not even a refrigerated environment, with close to 200 bodies. Well, that's the story we're going to be getting into today. Investigators say they have now found the remains of nearly 200 people inside a funeral home in southern Colorado. The inside of the facility was so horrific, investigators needed hazmat suits and the FBI's help. The Return to Nature funeral home in Penrose, west of Pueblo, advertised so-called green burials, where bodies were not embalmed. Investigators say instead the funeral home failed to properly store people's remains. So this story is one where it's like you heard that, where this gentleman named John Hodford and his, and his family... Well, John Hofford obviously sounds already like a seedy character, seeing how he managed the funeral home. And he has a very, very um, shady past. You know, if you look at what happened, he was originally living in Oklahoma. He got arrested for doing a fake, quote-unquote, robbery, where he stormed into some women's house with a gun and a mask, and they went ahead and pressed charges. You know, he's been sued for thousands and thousands of dollars. And at this point, you know, he didn't really have the best life in Oklahoma. So what does he do? He decides to move to Colorado and opens or takes over a funeral home in August of 2017. Now, you might be asking yourself, how does someone just open up or create a funeral home? Well, I've done um, a podcast before on body brokers, and I'll talk a little bit about it today. But what's so interesting, whenever we look at what happens to people when they die? There's not a lot of federal, um, a lot of federal ordinance that kind of dictates certain outcomes for body parts or bodies. It's broken down on the state level. So, for example, whenever you look at Colorado, you know it's been kind of compared to the wild, wild west in some instances because there's no state regulations. Wait for it. To become a funeral director. Yes, you heard it. Anybody can become a funeral director. Now, you might be asking yourself, why and how is this even possible? Well, there hasn't been any legal laws put in place. Um, and we're seeing the impact of that in Colorado. We have this situation that happened um, in Colorado Springs. Then we have the Sunset Mesa situation, which is tried. And you have both these stories kind of going to this simple aspect that Colorado doesn't have any regulations. So as a result of it, anybody, any crazy person going to take on and have a funeral home. So that's kind of the why. So whenever we get into this, I did a deep dive on the return to nature funeral home, which is about 34 miles south of Colorado Springs. And and whenever you look at it, originally it wasn't a, designed to be a funeral home. It looks like it was some type of fast food restaurant. I think there's a drive-through window. And, and things really started to become very peculiar within this funeral home because 
families were really starting to get concerned. Now, you hear this return to nature concept, and I talked a little bit about it in the intro, but green burials is a trend that's kind of taking off in Colorado. There's just a lot of different new things being created, different ways to dissolve bodies, etc. But at this funeral home, what they were doing is they weren't really practicing um, embalming. Now, whenever we look at embalming, it's, it's, you know, it's whenever you put fluids in the body, put them in the ground and kind of drain them of all their blood and things like that. You know, I heard one stat that said in the United States alone, they put about three to four Olympic-sized swimming pools of embalming fluid in the ground every year. So if that's getting into the, the water um, table, things like that, there's some potential uh, science around that. But that's kind of where the notion is where this green burial is coming from. Well, what this funeral home did is they had these wicker caskets and you could put your loved one in there and they'd bury him in the ground, no embalming fluid. Now, potentially there's speculation that this funeral home probably started to get into danger whenever they started to create or have the ability for cremation. Now, this funeral home is not a crematorium. You know, they have to go somewhere else, take the body, get it cremated. Um, and I think that's really important whenever you look at the funeral business as a whole. You know, I, I don't know that much about it, but doing research on this, you know, just because they have the body, then you have to go through all the steps in order to make sure it gets properly buried. Well, now, they're, you know, they're saying there's close to 200 bodies in this um, burial facility funeral home that looks like it was potentially used to be like a taco john's and the reason why this sounds so crazy it goes back to the point that there's no state legislation for funeral directors so you kind of you're still kind of like wow how bizarre well the story gets more bizarre if we look back into the sunset mesa example of what took place funeral home operators from montrose now facing long prison terms megan hess and her mother shirley coke ran the sunset mesa funeral home on the western slope now they're accused of selling body parts for research without their clients knowledge and then providing fake ashes to families both pled guilty to charges of mail fraud and illegal transportation of hazardous material yesterday a federal judge sentenced hess to 20 years in prison and coke to 15 years City. I mean, imagine you and your mom being like, hey, I have an idea for a business. Let's open up a funeral home. Okay. Then people will bring in their bodies and will sell their bodies and then just give them fake ashes. Well, that's exactly what happened. And it is very tragic. But at the same time, you leave yourself being like, people do the craziest things. Like, imagine, I'm going to go off on a little tangent here. I mean, imagine telling this story to like a freaking, I don't know, like an alien. You'd be like, what is going on? And I use alien because, or just a normal human. If I just told this to my wife at dinner, which I probably wouldn't, but it's still a freaky story. Now, whenever we look at both these stories, here's what's happening. John Halford is not, I don't, I would consider him not an intelligent man, and he is morally um inadequate is the best way to put it he obviously created this situation where he was placing these bodies and he didn't know what to do with it but i don't know what he expected was going to happen 
what they're determining within John Alter, which is going back to the original funeral home, is he was going to Lowe's and buying the freaking metal cabinets that you stack things in and just placing the bodies on there. I mean, I don't really know, like, the could you imagine working for this or if this man, like, you're related to this man and you're like, dude, like, why would you even do this? Well, it gets even weirder. He was asking to have a um, clerk or a desk clerk to work for him and he wanted to make sure and he posted this on Facebook, they're not interested in going into the funeral home business. All I want you to do is sit in a room all day and answer the phone. Creepy. So whenever we get into this, and then we go into the Sunset Mesa, there's two things that happen here. They were lying to their loved ones, which is unfortunately tragic. The, the loved one's indicating it's almost like they died twice. Um, but one story's really peculiar in the Sunset Funeral Home. You have a situation where they literally sold a mother's body whole to a broker. Now, the body broker industry is one that I don't think it's talked about enough, and it's incredibly creepy. There's certain things you can sell, um, and it's in the point of like research. So if you ever say you're donating your body to research, you're donating it to a body broker, and then that broker really can do whatever they want with your body. That's really what it comes down to. They can sell the research. You have situations where people are buying body parts. I mean, there's a story down in Arizona um, currently where some guy was selling body parts for 20 years, 30 years. You know, he had a U-Haul that was filled with dry ice, body parts driving around from county and was found by the police. Now, once again, it goes to a state regulatory system that determines the outcome of these bodies. Well, the situation was so bad, okay? The situation was so bad at the return to life funeral home, they had to call in the FBI, and the FBI had to put on forensic, like, um, biotech outfit suits. They put tents up all around the funeral home so nobody could see what was going on, and they had to call in the National Guard. I mean, that is that is some levels of, of just uncanny chaos gore all of the above. So you're you're still you're still listening and questioning it. it. It gets to this point where you have this whole industry going on as it relates to funeral homes, body parts being sold, and then you know even potentially being sold to body brokers, and you know people who are body brokers are going to have like human heads in their warehouse, and and just you can put human heads, and sometimes you can't put bodies in intact. Um, but, you know, they'll sell different things like the spinal cord, the legs. So if you're ever donating your body to research, make sure you know exactly where it's going. Because they have a story here with a guy named Walter Mitchell who spent 30 years as a body broker. Public records show he started donating um, bodies to, you know, Oregon, you know, Colorado, Arizona. But he was running this business and they supposed to be licensed um, by Arizona, but he, he wasn't. So it's just, you, you ask yourself, how does this happen? And it's like, there needs to be potentially, maybe some type of federal organization or something attached to the FBI to probably look at what's going on in these situations. You have the back-to-back -back situations happening at sunset and the return to funeral home. Now, what's crazy is the funeral director, John Halford, maybe not 
going to face any legal um, legal issues as a result of this. He could be sued by the families in civil court, but if he doesn't have any money, he's not going to be able to pay him back. And right now, what he's dealing with is he was sued for um, 97k for renting this facility, and he was sued for another 20k for the funeral home casket. So it's almost like he didn't do the pricing right because he had no idea how to run a funeral home because in Colorado, you don't need anything to run a funeral home. And it's like the perfect storm. I mean, the state probably should do that. I know there's a Republican congressman who is trying to create more sanctions and not sanctions, but creating a federal system or a state law system, I'm sorry, to where it's a little bit more regulated. But that's what created this perfect storm of events is you have this person who has no idea what he's doing. Okay, he sounds like he gets in financial trouble. Sounds like he's been in a lot of financial trouble in the past because he's been sued for thousands and thousands of dollars. He tries to open up this funeral home and come to find out he didn't really know what to do with the bodies. Now, I'm not saying the Sunset Mesa had a better approach, but probably having a body broker was a little bit more easier to get rid of the bodies and not keep them inside your funeral home for, you know, since potentially 2017. Um, with that being said, this is an ongoing case, you know, and can you imagine this, this dude, John Halford, not going to jail for this? It seems like negligent. It, just, it is negligent, but how do you get away? How do you get away with this? It's not like the same as getting away with murder, but it's like getting away with storing bodies and not telling the loved ones, you know, which in my mind is probably, you know, horrific. You know, I don't know, whenever you deal with a family member dying, it's going to be traumatic. And you want to get it dealt with as quick as possible so you don't have those lingering emotions. Um, and to have this come back up again the way it did, it just really makes you question what's going on. So I think probably in conclusion, what needs to happen is if you are in Colorado and you have loved ones, make sure you know the funeral director has the right um certifications and the right understanding about what to do um and make sure you know they're not affiliated with anything negative like a body double thing you know or a body broker i'm sorry so that's really in conclusion a very bizarre story coming out of colorado just really wanted to inform you give you guys my opinions and i want to say thank you so much for listening um you know, this podcast is always an ongoing process of learning, pursuing research, and providing you guys interesting topics that entertain you as well as informs you. So we'll get back to you.